We're traveling across the country this morning, ladies, and we are going to Sickerville, New Jersey. I want to introduce you this morning to a woman who's a wife. She's a mother. She's a pastor. She's an author. She's a speaker, a trainer. She's a publisher. She is an entrepreneur. She is a lover of God and a lover of God's people. I'm going to introduce you to her this morning. And she's small in physical stature, but she is mighty in power. She's mighty in power. Not only does she know who she is and she's building from the inside out, but she's also helping others spiritually and naturally build from the inside out. So ladies, get your coffee, your latte and your tea because we're getting ready to talk to Pastor Siobhan Smith. She leads, she's powerful. She's strong, unforgettable. She knows what she's about and she's building from the inside out and she's a high capacity woman. Welcome to the High Capacity Woman Show with your host, Barbara M. Littles. Hello, Pastor. How are you? Hello, my girl, my attorney, my politician, all those things. <laughs> yes. it's, a, it's an honor to be on with you today. It is an honor to have you. You know, we are talking about the high capacity woman. We know that years ago we talked about the superwoman, but she's a myth. <laughs> but the high capacity woman, which is who you are. And when I talked about these, I said, no, okay, so we know that we know, most of us know her as pastor. But there's so many other things and places where you operate. And I named them this morning, but I want to sit back and I want to ask you, tell the ladies who Siobhan Smith is. I have to be say Smith now because you know she just got married and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But uh, how God is blessing this woman of God. But Pastor Siobhan Smith, tell us about who you are. Who am I? Huh. That's loaded. I, I, um, first I'm, I'm just a little lady that loves God and I really love people. I, 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 I sincerely love just people. Doesn't matter the background, doesn't matter the ethnicity, um, doesn't matter, you know, the 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 economic status. I I I love people, and I know that I'm called to people. I'm called to love people, to love them back to life. Um, if that were to um be the the sum total of who I am, it will be I'm a lover of people, and I've been called to love people back to life. You know, I am a mother of now eight children. <laughs> We're going to talk about how we got to eight. <laughs> My family has definitely enlarged and increased. Um, I am a wife to an amazing man, which has brought me from Virginia to Sicklerville. Sicklerville, I've never even heard of in my life until now. Sicklerville, New Jersey. Um, his name is Cheyenne Smith, and he is a, a stylist, fashion stylist, and a pastor, and just a, a wonderful man, period. Um, I am a pastor. 
Um, I pastored in Virginia. I founded a ministry, the Life Center, and now I've transitioned to New Jersey. And now I pastor alongside with my husband at the New Generation Church. Um, and I am a um, encourager. I'm an igniter. I, I ignite people to really walk in their purpose, to really walk in who they're supposed to be here on the earth. I believe that we're supposed to live without regrets and everything that's in us is supposed to be poured out. And so I'm just that, that, that little voice that's like, come on, come on. You, you got so much to do and we don't have time to waste. Time is of the essence, Barbara. It, it is of the essence. You know, we used to say that and we still do in the law, you know, it's right. being contract time is of the essence, but really time is of the essence. And, you know, I want to say this when you say, you know, I'm just this little, a little voice. She has a big voice. <laughs> <laughs> and and what I love about you is that you are using your voice to do what you were born to do. And it's yes. clear that you were born to do it because it oozes out of you without effort. You're being a lover of people that leads and guides everything you do. And so those of you who know her, you know, that's the truth. Those of you who are being introduced to her today for the first time, of course, we're going to tell you in the end about how you can connect with her. And I'm going to tell you why you need to connect with her, okay? But uh, just a lover of people. And I think as um, today, in this day and age, as we're introducing Christ to people. Yes. Okay? Yes. You have an opportunity to introduce him through your pastorship, through your business. Yes. Serial entrepreneur, through her books. Yes. So I want you to tell us about, first of all, you have five books. Fantastic. I think I've read them all. Yes. CDs. Yes. Had to see. You said, Barbara, are you a stalker? No, <laughs> I'm not a stalker, but let me tell you what I am. When I see and hear and know in my spirit that something's good, not only do I consume it, but I help other people to consume it or you to do. connect to it. And so that's what we're connecting this morning. So tell us about your journey. Thank you. Um, and let me say thank you. Thank you for being that pusher and that promoter. You're not selfish. And like you said, when, when you experience it, when you're exposed to it, you now expose your sisters to it, your brothers to it. And that's what we're supposed to do. Tell we're us about that. Tell us about that. Because sometimes I think particularly as women, um, we think that there's not enough for everyone. Tell right. us about your experience. That's such a limited, small mindset. There is enough work for all of us to do. There is enough need for all of us to meet needs. And once, if we realize that we're on the same team, we won't work against each other. I believe that's, that's the problem. We don't understand that we are not supposed to be in competition because we're on the same team. We have the same goal. We're supposed to. The goal is to be better. The goal is to, you know, really maximize our potential and, you know, iron sharpens iron. So my goal is to sharpen you, to encourage you, to push you. And as I'm pushing you, my sister's there pushing me, sharpening me, telling me to go. And then as a, it, it, it should be a domino effect. Wow. If we can get, catch on to that, the world will be better. Instead of us fighting, let's unite. Let's become of one mind, one spirit, understanding that we're on the same team. How awful it is to be fighting against the enemy 
And then those that are fighting the enemy turn around and start fighting each other. Oh, wow. That's you, you, the purpose. You said, you just dropped some nuggets. I'm not even going to say gold. I'm going to say platinum. Girl, we going to platinum. platinum. You have dropped a platinum nugget there that if we were able to do that, it would totally change our lives. It would change our lives. It would change um, what we're seeing in our world. It would change mm. what we're seeing in our nation. If we all could get the mindset, we're not against each other. We have not been placed here on the earth to be at odds. If we could understand everybody has their strength, everybody has their gift. You know, the, the Bible talks about there are many members, but what? One body. Absolutely. We, we have many members to our makeup, ears, eyes, nose, mouth, hands, feet. And each one of our members has a different purpose. My eyes is what's used for me to see. My ears is used for me to hear. My mouth is used for me to eat, to talk, to, you know, uh, uh, my legs is what gives me the mobility. Without my legs, I can't move. So how can the leg tell the eye, I don't need you? How can the finger tell the hand, I don't need you? It's all working together for one common goal, for the whole body to be able to function properly. And to understand that, that we we are uh, all valuable, all valuable in whatever member you are. You are va- you're needed, correct, and you're valuable. And so, talk to women about value, about their value. You know, I I, I love I love nice things. I, I love very. Um, I have very exquisite taste, Barbara. Sometimes my pay, my taste is bigger than my pockets, right? But I am a firm believer in paying for quality because I understand that when you invest in quality, that is a long-term investment as opposed to just, you know, saving money, but buying something that's not going to last. In the long run, I'm going to continue putting money out because I wasn't, uh, I, I didn't want to put out the, the big investment in the beginning. So whenever I go into the Louis Vuitton store, go into the Gucci store, you will never see Louis Vuitton, Gucci run a sale. They don't even have a clearance section. Never. You'll go to these other stores and they have the red sign saying clearance in the back. You you know, and, 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 and most time when we're trying to save money, we go straight to the clearance. Well, when you are walking into the Louis Vuitton store, into the Gucci store, into the Prada store, these quality brands, you already know that you're going to pay full price. And Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Prada, they're not going to lower their price because you're complaining about, oh my God, this costs too much. I mean, y'all, why y'all don't ever have no sale? If you can't afford it, then we're just not for you. But what we're not going to do is lower our value to make you feel better. Wow. We understand how valuable our merchandise and product is. So we're just not for you. That's the same mindset that we're supposed Mm -hmm. to have as women. As that's how we should view ourselves, our product, our gifts, our talents, our business. We're not going to dummy ourselves down because you feel like it's too much. We understand how valuable we are. 
and we don't go on clearance. We don't go on sale. And if you want me, then you have to get me at full price. Women, ladies, look, we have a take your notes section, but she's already giving us notes. I want you to write down what you were feeling as she said that and what were you thinking? Because what you were thinking and what you were feeling locates you and we only can move from where we are until we know move to where we need to be when we know where we are. But what you said is so valuable because as these women are trying to build businesses and they're trying to build ministries, what she just said is absolutely critical because there's someone that's going to come along and challenge you on your value. Yes, that's too much. You expect too much. Your standards are too high. Your requirements are too large. That person doesn't qualify for your goods and services. As soon as they start saying that, there is your sign. There is your indicator. This ain't the one. This ain't who I need to be in partnership with. This is not who I need to be in covenant with. This is not who I need to pour my vision out to. This is not who I need to invest in. This is not who I need to share my thoughts because they think too small and they want to devalue me. Get away from people that want to devalue who you are. See, now I have to pull on her. I'm going to have to have her come back and back and back because you just said a whole lot, even in terms of people that we associate with. But I want to talk to, I want to insert something there because when you said covenant, the first thing I thought about was your new husband. Yes. And I want you to talk to us about, you have a book, When Obeying God Makes You Look Stupid. Stupid. And I want you to talk about what you just said in reference to covenant, in reference to your obedience as a woman of faith, because I know that everything that you do, your business, your publishing, everything is fueled by your faith. But also women who are looking, because we're not just business owners, there are women that are listening this morning and they're waiting for that husband. Yes. And it is related to, and I bring this up now because I thought about it when you talked about value and knowing who you Come are. Come on. Talk, to, talk yeah. to the ladies about this this morning. So Barbara, I was single after being divorced, you know, for five years, I went through my, my season of singlehood. And man, this single life, I get it. I get it. For all the ladies that's single, I have experienced it. And it is hard in these single streets. <laughs> hard in the single streets. It's hard in the single streets. You know, hard, especially for women that understand their worth and value. Ooh. But you still desire companionship. You still desire to be in covenant. You know that you have been called to be in partnership. That's the thing. When you know that you're called to be in partnership, there's a a, a, a feeling of, God, when are you going to send him? I know I'm not called to do it by myself. Can I do it by myself? Yes. You know, am I successful by myself? Yes. Did I accomplish a lot by myself? Yes. But but God has called me to be in partnership. I have been anointed to be a help to a man. To a man. I'm not a liability. I'm an asset. And two is better than one. So I know that I've been called to be an asset to a man that qualifies to cover me. 
So because I know my value, I would not waste time with any man that doesn't qualify. I'm not going to waste time over dinner. I'm not going to waste my, my breath over conversation with somebody that I know don't even have potential to be a mate. I don't see a long-term history. So in my dating, I am dating with a purpose. In my dating, I'm collecting data to see, all right, is this man going to be a man that's going to honor God? Is this man going to be a man that can really cover me properly? You can't cover me if you don't know the word of God. If you're not even in relationship with God, if you don't love him uh, for real, you know, who, who are you when ain't nobody watching? What's your character like? How do you treat your family? How do you treat your mother? How do you treat women? How do you respond under pressure? How do you respond when you get angry? These are things that I'm watching. These are things that I'm taking note of. You know, how do you handle your finances? Are you, are you one that gives to the Lord? Because if you don't give to God, you ain't going to give to me. You know what? Oh, you are, you are dropping gold. And this is the thing. I noticed that you know those things because you know what a man of value looks like, but you know also that you are a woman of value and that's who you are going to attract. Now, there are going to be people that come along your way, women, even as a woman of value. Okay. They're going to try. So you have to know who you are. But talk to us about how, what, one of the things that I love is that while you were waiting, you were still about your business. You were about your ministry. You were about your business. Tell us about that. And then this man came along. Sometimes we feel that waiting means stay still. And waiting does not mean stop movement, stop mobility. Waiting just means I am in expectation. So I'm still doing what I'm called to do while yet remaining in expectation. All right, God, I know what you're going to do. And I'm believing that you're going to do it. So until then, I'm going to continue. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to remain resilient. I'm going to stay true to my assignment here on the earth until you release what I've expected into my life. Mm. There, there, my, 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 my worth is not predicated on a man. My, my assignment and me being uh, 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 successful and productive is not predicated on, I- I'm going to get to work once my man comes. Oh, no, no, you're going to find me working. Because again, I'm an asset. So I'm bringing something to the table. I'm not waiting for you to come and just be the one to give me everything. No, I have something to offer as well. So when you show, when you show up, you're going to show up and see, oh, she got her stuff together. Oh, so she's not looking for a man to validate her. She's not looking for a man to complete her. She's not looking for a man to be her, her, her bank, to be her golden ticket. Mm. She's not looking for a man to be the one to, you know, just, just pay all of her bills. She good. She, is, she just wants a man to be in partnership with so that we can do what God has called us to do together. Wow. So whether we have that or not, and I, and I just absolutely love that because I hear so many women who, you know, have a business in them and they have a dream in them, them and they're waiting. They are sitting and literally waiting for someone else to come along 
to help make that happen. I, I want you to talk to women because you're also uh, you're, you're a wife, but you're also a mother. The woman who says, you know, I have all these responsibilities. I, I'm, I, you know, wife, I'm a mother, or either I'm waiting, you know, to be a wife. How do you, how have you accomplished all of this? As I start naming this list, I know there were some women that probably said, woo, let me take a breath. Did you do it all at one time or was it progressive? How did it happen in your life? Um, I, I believe that when you spend time with the Lord, when you spend time in communion with God, my prayer time is where God downloads his plans and his purposes. The more I commune with him, the more revelation I receive. And as I am through my journey, as I'm spending time with God, and this is consistent, it doesn't stop. Every time I spend time with God, God downloads something new in me. And when I see it, when I hear it, I move on it because it's what he's placed in me. So if it's his desires, it has to be successful because he's the one that gave it to me. I didn't come up with this by myself. I don't want to pub. I didn't want to publish no books. I don't even like to read. What do you say to those people who say, yeah, but even when I hear that, I don't know how to do that. You got to make yourself get up and go. There are going to be times where we don't feel like it. Let's be honest. We're not going to always feel like it. Sometimes you got to fake it until you feel like it. Sometimes you got to go through the motions. Sometimes praise got to come out before you come out. So we got to walk it out before it's really what we feel like. There there were days, y'all, in my my process of being alone that I did not feel like getting up out of bed, fixing up, encouraging anybody else. I didn't feel like dealing with the kids. I had to tell myself, encourage myself, get up. Get up. You have work to do. You got babies you still got to push for. You got people that's depending on you. If you quit, they're going to quit. If you give up, they're going to give up. They're watching you. Your life is an encouragement to them. You got to know that there are people watching you that you don't even know are watching you. There are people that's inspired by you that you don't even know is inspired by you. And if you don't do what you're called to do, they're not going to do it. It seems like it's so much pressure. Well, oh my God, it's, it's so much. That's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of, of pressure that we got to live with. We're all assigned to somebody. Mm. Your neighbor could be watching you. There's always somebody watching. There's always somebody. Even when you don't know. There are some people Even that you know are watching. You don't know. My husband was watching me and I did not know. And what moved him to reach out to me was what he saw. I saw how you were so mission-minded. I was so intrigued. How does this woman do what she do? He said, it was so attractive to me. I watched how you was at your children's games. I watched you pastoring your church. Then you up there doing your prayer call. Then you inspiring this one. He said, I, I, I was like, who is this lady? So what if I didn't, didn't do it? What if I stopped? Ladies, he saw a high capacity woman. He saw a high capacity woman. He said, I want her. That's the kind of woman I need in my life. And he says that. I've heard him say it. I've heard him talk about just the infusion of having this partner and having you as a wife, how that has just totally blessed him. And the two of you have been blessed together. And now you're on a mission together. You have things that you're doing. He has things that he's doing. And let me tell you, I, you know, uh, this, uh, 
a pastor here is uh, a wonderful dresser. She she is just fabulous. She's elegant, fabulous, just gorgeous. And her husband, he's oh, sharp. He's sharp. He's sharp. God has God given sent me. you exactly what you need. He, I was going to say, God sent me exactly what I like, what I love. He got as much clothes as I have. You should see us. Y'all, we dress alike. We try to put the same colors on. And we don't have to go to no store. It's in the closets. I'm like, okay, I'm putting on red today. What you got? I'm putting on, I'm putting on pink. Let me see if he got pink. He'd be like, oh, I got it. I got it. You got pink. I'm putting on orange. What you got? Oh, I got, I got it. A man I that it. I never knew. I love oh, it. Man, God. He, the Lord told me, you got to know the voice of God. You're not going to be successful if you don't know God's voice, women. Mm. Learn his voice. Because he's talking to you. But you got to be able to discern when he's speaking. Mm. He will tell you, this is the plan. This is who you need to go to. This is the person that's going to invest in you. This is what you need to wear. This is when you need to launch. He will give you everything that you need. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct. He will give direction, but you got to know when he's talking. The Lord told me, you started this church. Now you're going to give it up. And I said, huh? What you mean? And you're going to pack your boxes because you're leaving Virginia. Where am I going? I'm not going to tell you. I just want to see if you're going to trust me when you don't even understand what I'm doing. And you were in Virginia all your life. At that I point. was in Virginia all my life. All right. Here, here this ladies. With, with just a few, my children and a handful, three years ministry has taken off. I am, I am doing what I know God has given me to do. And I'm finally feeling like, man, I'm seeing results. And now God says, you're done. That's it. I have something else. And this something else is not even going to be in Virginia. I'm going to move you to a whole nother state. Huh? I have kids. This is established. I have people here that I'm assigned to. He said, you've given them what they're supposed to have. There are other people that need what you have. Mm. Are you going to trust me? God, this looks real crazy. He said, are you going to obey me? Are you going to obey me even when you look stupid? Oh, I look real crazy, Barbara. I looked like I had lost my mind. I walked away from the church, packed up my boxes, told my children, we're moving. Did not know that there was a man watching me through this whole process. And as soon as I moved, God said, now let me show you what I got for you. And he shows up. I love it. Now this is, this is a best-selling book. It's a bestseller. When obeying God makes you look stupid. We're not going to tell you all the details. We need to get the book. You have to. And, you need, and we're going to tell you at the end how to do it. She also has a master class, which I have taken, um, in, in, uh, that follows this book. And so no matter where you are, you need to, even if you are not a believer, let's say you're not a believer and you don't really know God, you need to get this information. You need to allow this woman to pour into you. I'm telling you because. She can't give it all today. She can't give it all today. I, I wanted you all to meet her because she embodies really what we're talking about when we're talking about high capacity woman. You can't do it by yourself. So that's why years ago when we talked about the superwoman, the superwoman was a myth. The high capacity woman is not a myth, especially when you're in God. Come when on. you're in God and he's leading and guiding you. So, so tell us about, because now we know that there's so many things that you've done. I know that you were on 
a program with Bishop T.D. Jakes. Yes. Tell us about that and how that happened. Because a lot of people, Pastor Smith, they are looking for the trappings. They mm-hmm. see the success. They how see you with your husband. They see all that. But they don't understand how it happened. And so we're trying to figure it out, trying to make it happen ourselves. Tell us about how that happened. And you know, Barbara, I wish I could give, this was step one. This was step two. You can. The steps. All I did was obey God. All I did was stay true to who I was called to be. When you live in purpose, what is purpose? Walking in what you've been created to do. What, what, what moves you? Your passion. Purpose and passion are connected. What you would do if you never get paid to do it. If I never receive compensation, this is what I will do until I die. Mm. When you stay true to purpose, purpose is what opens doors for opportunity. Opportunity finds you. I was found. I didn't go looking for this Bishop Jake's opportunity. They found me. And what did they find me doing? Doing what I'm called to do. Who is this little lady that's just preaching her little heart out? Who, who is she? <laughs> I, I need her. I need her to come. We're doing a, a, a reality show on the next voice that the world has never heard. She's a voice that the world needs to hear. And I don't have a theology degree. All I have is a bachelor's and the bachelor's is is, is, is in music. It ain't in ministry. It's not in business. It's not in communication. It ain't in psychology. All these things that I do, my degree is in music. But she's making music. But you are making music making in music. everything that you do. But but you know, it's so funny because you said, you know, I can't give you the steps one, two. And then she gave us the first step, the major step. And that's in walking in your purpose. Walking in purpose. Because you'll find you. Effective if you're called to be a hairstylist and you over there trying to be a cook. You outside your lane. I can't, I, I, I'm not called to be a politician. This I, I'm not called to be an attorney. I don't I don't have the I don't have the desire for it. I don't have the skill for it. I, I you know I, I'll get overwhelmed just reading the documents. That's what Barbara is equipped to do. That's what that's what fuels you. I'm sure Barbara, you probably read listen to CNN and do all you probably do all that all day long. I would be so bored. I don't even like museums and stuff. I take me to the mall. I want to go shopping. But see, I wanna, but I see. <laughs> But see, that's why we're connected. That's why, women, we are connected. Because everyone has their passions and strengths and the Everybody. things that God's called them to do. And so when you're trying to be um, everything to everybody, you end up being nothing to nobody. That's powerful. You've, you've got to know Good. what it is. And, and one of the things that you said that I think is so key, because you, you've just, I mean, laid it out. You talked about movement and how important movement is. People are sitting and waiting a lot of times to say, uh, I'm going to move when I find out. No, 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 honey. You're going to find out when you move. Mm-mm. Talk to us about the importance of movement. The, the, the enemy's job, the, the, our opponent, the adversary, you know, our, our past, that thing that tries to work against our progress. The goal is to keep us stuck, to keep us paralyzed, to keep us immobile. As long as you're moving, 
that is a sign of progress. As long as you're not dead, that means you're not done. You have to keep on going. If you don't move, nothing can happen. How about they say, are you going to stand there or are you going to do something? You have to do something. Get up from where you are. I don't care if it's just, all right, well, let me at least start writing it out. Let me let okay. Let me start making some calls. Let me go out and start looking for the building. All of these are signs of faith. Put your faith in motion, put your faith in action. Faith without movement, faith without works that's movement is dead. You're just a person full of potential and no and, results. And you know what? I tell people never ask how, don't start with the how. Don't start with the how. If you start with the how, you will talk yourself out of it. Don't start with how, you know, you tell people or people say, well, I want to do this, but I don't know how I'm going to do that. And then they start thinking about how all the reasons why they can't do it. And it becomes overwhelming. You say, forget it. Absolutely. So ladies, we are going to move into our next segment is, and I want you to get your latte again, refresh your latte, your tea and your coffee, because we are going to take notes. Now you have already gotten a whole bunch of notes, but this next segment, let's take notes. you have an audience of women who are who are watching you some want to be in ministry some have already built um great businesses but they want to go to that next level what advice would you give women in business uh who want to build or becoming high capacity women in business and in their lives because i believe they go together i don't believe that you can be a high capacity woman in business and you're not a high capacity woman in your life someone so Give us some pointers, lady. Get your books out. Take notes. Hmm. All right. So first I would say, make sure that you have a plan. Make sure that you have a plan. Make sure you have a vision. If you don't have a plan, that means you're planning to fail. Vision. What, what, what do you see? When we think of vision, what is vision? Being able to see what's invisible. Being able to have foresight. Seeing what's not there in front of you. What's the plan? What, 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 what is the goal that you're trying to reach? Who are the people that you're trying to reach? What is the demographic of people that you really feel you're assigned to? No man can build a tower without first counting up the costs. You know, you can't just be a woman that's just zealous and saying, I'm going to do this. But let's take some time to first plan it out, write the vision, make it clear. What am I going to need to accomplish this? What resources? Who do I need to connect with to get this done? Who do I need to put on my team? Who is going to be my voice of wisdom? Who will be my voice of reason? Who's going to be my stabilizer? Who are the five type of people I need in my circle? Because again, it's not just about you having the vision, but you got to build your team, business women, high capacity women. The only way that we can function is understanding that we can't do it by ourselves. 
So let's let's erase that this mindset of I'm independent. Independent don't mean that you got to do it by yourself. You have to make sure that you are building a circle. You're building a team because we're better together. And if I try to handle a big assignment by myself, that assignment is going to fail. So you better make sure that in your planning, in your in your laying out vision, that you are building vision with those who have the right mindset. Mm. Do not try to build big with small minds. Ooh, say that again. Please say that again. You cannot build something big with small minds. Now, let me ask you this. Will that initially potentially make you uncomfortable? It will make you very uncomfortable. But any successful person, any high capacity person will tell you that this comes with being stretched. You're not going to be great and stay comfortable. You're not going to be somebody that has impact and influence and and remain in your comfort zone. They don't go together. Influence. High capacity, all of that is being inconvenienced, being stretched, being pulled, being placed in situations that you feel is bigger than you. That's good. Being around people that you feel like is smarter than you. That's that's it. When you start feeling like that, you're in the right place. Wow. Make sure that you're around people that's smarter than you. Oh, I love it. I, I just have to ask you this as a, a part of that. What role have have mentors and and coaches and people played in your life? Because people look at you and say, "Well, did she come out that way? Was she just born like that?" What? Oh, mm-mm. I, I, my mother is this little sweet Trinidadian woman that is very sweet and just loves people. But we are totally different. My mom will never be a person that will get up and talk to people, you know, before people and um be really ambitious. And she was fine just being a wife. She's fine with just being a mother. She's fine with just kind of being soft-spoken in the background. So that, that who I am, as far as being the igniter and the pusher, that did not come from my mother. The love of people did. Mm. But it was women like Deborah Washington, who is a high capacity woman, my mentor, that I saw sitting in church and I knew that's what I'm supposed to be. God will put people before you to show, give you a glimpse of what you're going to do one day. Who God allows you to connect with is an indicator of who you are. You around a bunch of millionaires. It's because that's what God is showing you. You're going to be. You around a bunch of high capacity women and you're like, I don't even know why I'm in this room. Why do I have connections with these people? Because God is giving you a glimpse of who you are. You around a bunch of movers and shakers. That's not just by chance. It's because that's who you are. Wow. You are who your circle is. Wow. So I saw this lady and I was so drawn to her because I knew that's going to be me. That's me. I didn't know what she was. I didn't know what she did. But just looking at her, I knew something she has, I needed. And guess what? I went after it. I wasn't too proud to go and say, whatever you got, 
I need it. Now, now tell me this, because this is so, this is so key. This is so key. When you made up your mind to do that, what did that mean? Because I think a lot of people think that means a different things when you say, you know, I went after it. I went at, it. What does that mean? It means really saying, I don't have it. This person does. And whatever I have to do to get what this person has, if I, if that means me sitting at their feet, if that means me just being able to be in their presence, if that means me being able to serve in a capacity to make, to push their mission, if that means me being an encouragement to what they're doing, that's what I'm willing to do. Because if I can be a blessing to somebody else's work, then I believe that God, when it's my time, is going to do the same thing for me. So what did I do? I was willing to, I have a degree. I, I wasn't somebody that wasn't educated, but my degree at this at, don't matter. Who, who I think I am don't matter because you have what I need. So that means me having to come to your office and be the cleanup girl. That's what I'm going to do because I see what's on your life. And if I can just be in your presence, I'll I'll dump a trash can to be in your presence because I understand that whatever I behold is what I'm going to become. So every time I lay my eyes on you, every time I hear you speak, I'm getting deposits. So if I'm just dumping a trash can while I'm listening to you do a business call, I'm getting imparted into. You ain't even got to pay me no attention. Just let me be in the room. This is so good. Your business. Ladies, this is so good. I just need to hear how you do things. Let me let me see how you how you're writing this document. Let me see how you're engaging with with men in 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 in, in, in powers of influence. Let me see how you as a woman is, is doing this. Let me see how you putting your clothes on. Let me see how you putting these colors together. I I want to learn everything because I know that's gonna be me. Woo. And when she looks at me, she's like, "You you my child." It's like I birthed you. I knew I knew I was assigned to her and she was assigned to me. Find mentors, find women that you aspire to be like. I don't care how great you are. There's always people greater than us. Thank you. Find women that are doing what you know you're called to do, but you haven't done it yet. Find people that are where you want to be. This is so good. This is this is so good. And I wanted her I wanted you to share that because sometimes even when we identify that person, we don't know how to entreat that person. Okay. We think okay. that I'm going to call Pastor Smith and she's going to come down off of what she's doing and 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 just give me all just go have time. No ma'am. We don't have time. We can't stop. But you find a need and you come and fill it. You got it. You miss Washington. You got to have somebody. You need somebody to help organize your life. Cause I know you got a lot going on. I'll take it close to the cleaners. I can be the running girl for you. Really? You don't mind doing that? No, ma'am. You need me to organize your closet. I'm sure when you getting dressed, you probably got shoes thrown everywhere. Girl, you, I got, I, 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 I don't even have the time to coordinate my closet. I do. I could come you know, after work and, and give a couple hours just to organize your closet because I just want to be in your presence. Wow. Wow. While I'm I'm lining up her suits, I'm just filling all these little high quality clothes and I'm just seeing what the clothes feel like. 
brands I ain't never even heard of before. What is this? I can't even pronounce it. Wow. Wow. Now I understand. Ladies. Same thing she had in her closet I got in mine. But I was willing to serve a great woman. I was willing to glean from a high capacity woman. I was willing to humble myself and open myself to be taught. For her to say, no, don't do it like that. Do it like this. All right, Siobhan, okay. You got to look people in their face when you talk and take your time. You talk too fast. Pronounce your words clearly. Put on this outfit when you're going to this type of interview. Sit this way. Put on this type of, and I I suck it in like a sponge. I was like a little kid. I'm a grown woman. But when I was in her presence, a grown woman. I was a grown woman, but in her presence, mm-hmm. I was it. So the only way to be a high capacity woman is to continue to become. You got to continue to become. And and so I want you this week, ladies, to check your circle. Check your circle. I, I want you to think about, and I want you to go back. I want you to make sure that you like this podcast, and I want you to subscribe. Just click below, but I want you to go back and I want you to listen to this because you will have to listen to this. She she gave us so much today. You would have to listen to this numerous times and numerous times along the way in order for you to not only hear what she said, but to begin to implement what she said in your life. Uh, because that way you don't get mad at people because, you know, I called her and I want her to do this. I want her to do that. She can't stop. She's building. She's building. Can't so stop. how do I help and add value to that person? Come on. Until they see. While I'm building. Yeah, at, some woman, at some point, this woman said, in her spirit, she said, I'm assigned her. And, and she knows because she's seen what you did. She knows that this is the type of young woman. Yep. Where I will receive and the Lord will receive the return on the investment. God's looking for a return on the investment. A return on the investment, but I had to prove myself to her. Absolutely, I wasn't just coming with a with a bad motive. I wasn't just coming as an opportunist. I really came sincerely, knowing I'm supposed to do what you're doing, and you're assigned to me. And whatever I got to do to bless you, that's what I'm gonna do. Because I realized that when I bless you, whatever's on you, it's gonna fall on me. All right. Ladies, remember that. Remember that. Now, I want to, ladies, I want you to make sure that you connect with High Capacity Woman in our Facebook page. You can go to our Facebook page. I'll have all the notes in the show notes. And I will have these nuggets. I can't put all of them in, but I'll have some of these nuggets outlined in the show notes that you heard today. But I want you to now let's connect because who you connect with is critical. I want you to connect with Pastor Siobhan Smith, this woman of God, this entrepreneur, this publisher. and you'll see in a few months, uh, I'll be with her publishing company getting my book published in a few months. But I want you today, this is about you today, and I want you to know how to connect with her. And so I'm going to let her give, in this connect section, she's going to give you the information on how you can connect with her. She has some master classes coming up. I have taken both of her master classes because at the time I took her master class, I was saying, God, I need to sit at someone's feet. I pour out a lot. 
And I said, I need someone who's going to fill me up. And he directed me to Mm. her. And so when God does that, I go and I sit at her feet and have received so much from this woman of God. So you make sure that you get in and join one of these masterclasses, because I'm telling you, it will take you from where you are on the way to where you want to be. So Pastor Smith, tell us how they can get in contact with you. First, I want to say thank you, Barbara. Thanks for having me. This has been a delight. I am ignited for the day. And I pray that what I'm feeling, I hope these ladies feel the same thing. Thank you for walking in your purpose and being a blessing to us all. You can, you can connect with me on all social media outlets. I am on Facebook at Siobhan Smith, Instagram at Siobhan Smith, Periscope at Siobhan Smith. If you love podcasts, just put in at Siobhan Smith and you will find me at Siobhan Smith. Um, We do have a website. If you want to go and purchase the books and all the things that we have to offer, the website is www.SiobhanSmith.com. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Ladies, I want to make sure you spell it right. It's S-H-A-V-O-N. All right, because there are many ways people spell Siobhan. And I want to make, you'll know, you'll see a beautiful face when you get there. But I want to make sure, do not allow, uh, because I chose for this podcast, high capacity women and women that I knew, not thought, but knew would add not just value, but massive value to you. Do not allow this time to come along and you do not connect with this high capacity woman. Thank you so much, Pastor Smith. Thank you ladies for joining us. And thank you all as you strive to become high capacity women. Love you. Love you. See you next Tuesday. She leads, she's powerful, she's strong, unforgettable, she knows what she's about and she's building